everyone, welcome back to series three of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. As always, it is lovely to be back in your ears with all things kitchen and bathroom design. As I said, this is series three and we are on episode number five. I am Lindsay Blair, I'm the editor of Kitchens, Bedrooms and Bathrooms magazine and its sister website, these3rooms.com and your podcast host, so hello. I have to say I'm really excited about this week's chat because I think it's something we don't really think about until it becomes so annoying that you can't think about anything else. What do you think I'm talking about? Well, it's about noise, noise in the home to be exact, and how we could think about the noise levels of our kitchens when we are designing them from the very beginning of the process, not only for the purpose of it not being annoying, but also for our health and well-being. This week's guest is the perfect person to talk about how sound in our home can have all sorts of effects on how we feel. And by the end of this episode, you should have a great idea of how you can reduce the noise in your kitchen from the design up to achieve a space that's functional, first of all, but also stress-free, relaxing and somewhere that you are comfortable to spend time in at the end of the day. So crucially, why should you think about the sound as well as the looks when it comes to planning your dream space? Well, if you're curious, let me introduce you to my guest. I want to welcome Poppy Skeeler to the podcast. Poppy is the founder and CEO of QuietMark, which is a global certification program that tests acoustics of all sorts of products in all sorts of different industries, including kitchen and bathroom industry, to see whether they're low noise and high performance. So hi, Poppy. How are you doing today? Good morning. It's great to be back out. Tell me all about QuietMark, first of all. For the listeners that haven't maybe heard of QuietMark before, I'm really intrigued to to hear your point of view on the organisation. We founded Quiet Mark 10 years ago, my mother and I, at the kitchen table, appropriately. Prior to that, my grandfather, in 1959, single-handedly lobbied the Noise Abatement Act through Parliament and set up the Noise Abatement Society charity, which some people might know from old. Um, Quiet Mark, we started as a sort of next-generation expression to help people find the solutions to noise pollution. We thought, well, everybody lives in a home, everybody has a kitchen, so we very much started there with appliances, with the things that, even though they weren't, you know, major sources of noise pollution, they're still irritants and they're sort of real, a real issue. And then it has expanded from there exponentially to everything from forklift trucks to the way we now design houses with the materials that we assess. So um, it's been an extraordinary journey of almost gathering the best products to help solve every single noise problem you could imagine. Yeah, I'm fascinated by this topic because it's to do with well-being at the end of the day, isn't it? And I think it's something when you have something noisy, you might not realise it's a problem until it's a problem. Exactly that. And noise is directly related to our brain waves, our heart rates, our hormone secretions, all of our physical rhythms are actually connected to sound and noise. And sound is actually almost half of our existence. You've got light and you've got sound. But because sound is invisible, um, often it's very low on the list or ignored until it becomes a problem. And then you've bought something, it's installed in your house or it's in the way you've bought the house or, you know, the environment you're in. And it's really difficult to get rid of. So obviously, Quiet Mark as an organisation and as a certification programme, people can find quiet products that you've deemed to be better for your well-being, essentially. 
Is that right? Absolutely. So we have, with great dedication, worked with many, many acoustic teams all over the world and have data sets now, it's highly technical, for over 80 product categories where only the 10 to 20% of the quietest in each category is eligible for a quiet mark. So that's actually quite difficult to get. Yeah, wow, that's um, relatively small percentage, exactly. isn't it? Yeah. So if it carries the quiet mark badge, um, it really has been proven to have excellent acoustic engineering. We also look at the whole of the product performance. So obviously a vacuum cleaner that is very quiet but doesn't suck up any dirt is no good so you know we're just always looking at the like for like comparisons in each category now i was having a look at some research about you and you have been deemed the queen of quiet haven't you goodness (laughs) how did you get that title (laughs) i don't know passion beyond reason i think i think it's just in the family line i i think i am doing it because i i know that business is a way to solve the world's problems and doing a business which actually is potentially helping people's lives is something that I really think is important and can have great effect. So why not put the two together and and then before you know it, you know, there's a, there's a movement that's happening, which is um, yeah, hopefully going to help everybody. Yeah. Well, I love the title. I think it's great. <laughs> it's certainly very memorable. I live up to that every morning when I'm singing in the shower. <laughs> and quiet, then, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How does this all relate to our homes then and particularly kitchen design? So from our recent Quiet Mark survey, 70% of Brits say it matters how loud an appliance is when purchasing one, which is a huge amount. And yet the decibel levels on energy labels are actually really difficult to find and difficult to understand, which is why Quiet Mark started. Because also sound is not just decibels, it's the frequencies and tonalities of sound are just as important as the decibel levels. So we look at all of those aspects. For example, you know, you can have a refrigerator, but it can actually have a kind of really annoying humming or beeping aspect to its performance. So we look into all those um, those details so that all of that difficult analysis is done in our fast paced lives. Yeah, that's interesting that there's different categories because we yeah. often talk about decibel levels and conversation is about 68 decibels. Is that correct? Depending how loud your voice is. Okay. <laughs> what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's a, sort of a gentle home that you can sort of compare other things to yes. as a benchmark, I guess. But I, I totally know what you mean about the other sounds because my fridge freezer if you leave the door open it starts beeping at you and I feel like it starts beeping really quickly and actually becomes annoying really really quickly personally I've never factored that into the the decibel and the things to consider when you're choosing a fridge freezer as an example exactly and some of those beeps and bleeps they um they're quite could be quite aggressive Mm. and um if they're all going off at the same time and also the tonality or the frequency of them actually can sometimes just be an irritant when at the end of a long day you want a peaceful home so we are very much pioneering soundscaping your your home and by choosing quite mark certified appliances you're going to live with that appliance, you know, another five, ten years, potentially investing is to make sure it is really peaceful and not irritate everyone for years or an extractor hood or, you know, all of the details of the kitchen. Do you think it's something that, I mean, I mentioned my fridge freezer there and I actually have only just bought that recently. I mean, it's a, a minor problem. It doesn't make much noise. It doesn't really hum. But do you think that people only realise these things become a problem in the home after the fact? Absolutely. You you have. And then once it's plumbed in, it's too much hassle to have to, especially if it's integrated. Hence, it's those special checks before you specify, before you buy, just to make sure like you would with energy efficiency or any other aspect, because it's going to be quite intrusive if you don't for a long time. Do you think it's more important now that we spend more time at home? Because, you know, the last couple of years we have spent a lot, a lot of time in our homes. Is it something that you, in your experience, have found more people are becoming aware of 
in a more natural way. Absolutely. So we, we've got extraordinary um, things happened over pandemic for, for everybody in many ways. Um, one thing for us at QuietMark is that QuietMark products um, tripled. So where we had about 300 certified products, we're now into the thousands of certified products. And that came uh, from a sort of an awakening generally that all of life was happening under one roof. So whether it was consumers who were putting QuietMark into the search bars at John Lewis, so one of our, one of our retail partners, um, like 10,000 times a month, people were putting QuietMark in wow. even before they so rather than saying fridge freezer or you know dishwasher, they're literally searching quiet mark exactly. instead. Okay, that's brilliant. And, and that's showing literally from grassroots. People are going, I just need a quiet something first because and that was happening in the first uh, few months of the pandemic. I mean lockdown hashtag one. Um, and it, it seemed to continue. So the whole of the demand for quiet appliances now has almost come right up higher in the agenda for sustainable choices and, and we're only seeing literally every single day another new global manufacturer knowing that they need to be able to demonstrate that their new ranging is quiet Mm. so that consumers will then have that checkbox you know when they're making their purchasing decision i guess the rise of open plan living and broken plan living as we now sort of call it where there's more zone in our spaces to suit all these different functions that we now have exactly under one roof yeah I guess that's surging the popularity of quiet appliances and just quiet things in the home generally. Exactly. And there's also the layers of people just generally, even subconsciously, being really stressed mm-hmm. with so much change from you know, world situations to medical uh, issues, all sorts of um, having to homeschool, having to you know, work in the kitchen whilst your children are also there. You know, the whole of the life happening one roof era is still actually continuing. Some people are choosing to do part-time in the office and still stay at home. So this is meaning that noise problems in the home have never been more noticeable and you quickly want to get rid of it and how do you quickly solve that? So hopefully at quietmark.com, we do not sell products, but we're, as part of the charitable remit, trying to make those products really easy to find um, and to give that third-party assurance. Yeah, it's a really, really great resource. And I think, as I said mm-hmm. earlier, the well-being aspect of it is really interesting, really fascinating. Um, because, you know, we all live in our homes so much more these days. We do so many different things in our homes that actually, if you can minimise stress that you possibly didn't realise was causing you stress because of a noise, yeah. even if there's high spin on a washing machine, for example, if you can eliminate yeah. that then it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a positive result, isn't it? Exactly. It's not that that's going to tip you over the edge, but it's the layers and layers and layers of sound. And I think in our society at the moment, we've thought that that's normal, whereas part of what Quiet Mark's trying to do is re-establish that value, because in the silence, I mean, for example, I, I had COVID over Christmas really quite badly. Okay, now I'm back in action and we'll be healthy. But the only thing that was relieving me in a time of great distress physically was just to sit in the silence. There was there's something in the silence that was healing, which you often can't put your finger on, but it's it's sort of nourishing to the, the whole of our, you know, every aspect of our being. And I think people are realising that they need to go to that place to almost recharge to then be able to even cope with the next day and, and even choosing appliances and extraction fans and extractor hoods and all of those things are are ways to support that where we're at currently i guess you know a lot of people took up things like meditation spending more time in nature and actually what you put in your home is just as important as those things exactly your general well-being homes have never been more of a source of comfort and protection and sanctuary than ever before and i think that goes hand in hand with the sense of giving yourself somewhere that is completely supportive for your family and your loved ones and quietness goes hand in hand with that. A great 
to have great loud music and have wonderful parties and stuff but there's time there's a time and to factor that in each day you need all that support around you yeah, yeah. so let's go back to you know someone's planning their kitchen and you mentioned quietmark.com where people can look up which appliances have been accredited but where else can people go to shop and know that they're getting a product that is going to be good for their well-being just before pandemic, we set up partnerships with many retailers. In fact, we've been with John Lewis and Partners for nine years now, where most of the retailers now have a QuietMart landing page. So it just gives some more information, understanding into why choose a quiet appliance. I mean, we think it's probably quite obvious, but just to really underline that. But then also with listings of all the certified products there where you can just check before you buy. Also, the QuietMart logo is used on the product pages of those that are certified at uh, John Lewis, Curry's, Argus, Ferry, Lakeland, you know, there's a really wide range of retailers and in conversation with more and more. Our remit is to get those products at people's fingertips so that they can, you know, quickly choose those above others. Mm-hmm. And then can, you know, when people are looking at like product descriptions and things like that, when they're comparing washing machines or dishwashers or any appliance, really, extraction is another one I think is probably something that people worry about the noise level of an extractor hood. What advice would you give to people who are comparing different products and looking at different product descriptions to make the most informed choice when it comes to the noise level? It's really difficult because noise and sound, the way sound is measured is in acoustics and actually it's um, an logarithmic, a bit like the Richter scale. So it means that the sound doubles every three decibels. So it, the, the reason Quiet Mark was even founded was to help people know that they've got expert acoustic teams that have already done that hard work for them because you can think oh 44 decibels or 47 decibels or not much difference but actually there's a huge difference right because actually the sound power has doubled so this is where the measurement system itself is really confusing so in that sense we've partnered with people like you know good housekeeping institute um now we're very pleased to announce um a new partnership with trusted reviews with john lewis and partners all of these very very established um companies to bring that trusted element to the quiet mark certification so that uh, people know that they've got something that's been really checked over before they buy it. And so looking out for that it, logo and, you know, that accreditation is key. Now, I've um, seen some of your research from the National Noise Report that you put out and the washing machine is a key culprit. So I've got some stats here. 82% of us want quiet appliances with 45% wishing their washing machine was quieter. That's almost half of people wish their washing machine was quieter. It's huge and yet it's quite difficult to... The the challenge we've got at the moment with with so many changes going on in the retail space is to keep making sure that quiet mark is up and out there so that ultimately that well-being choice is very obvious to, to consumers and actually the retailer... With all the sustainable goals, is doing a great service to their customers just by you know badging as much as they can to basically help Britain have healthier homes from doing that. Mm-hmm. I mean, the washing machine. If I was to think about what appliance in my house is the most noisy, it is the washing machine. Yeah, and it is you know when it goes on to spin and you're having to turn the telly up or whatever. Especially when you've got like four or five washes going with a massive family each day. It's it's like a constant exactly. drama. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Design wise, do you think you know there's a popularity of creating utility rooms to sort of section off the laundry side of the kitchen and that working area? Do you think that's a solution or do you think that's just masking the problem? If you've got enough space, then that's great. But if you are living, for instance, in an urban home and, you know, it's a very expensive to have that much space to have an extra utility room. Yes, that's difficult. So I think it really does depend on the size of the property. And even even in the utility room, you can still hear it. So 
the ideal scenario is to be seen and not heard. You know, um, and the thing is, is that the acoustic engineering is there. It's more about the investment at R&D levels. And there are amazing movement going on with major domestic appliance uh, engineering at the moment where the acoustic design is being elevated and invested in. But that's what's really needed. Is, is that sort of from the, you know, the parts and how it all fits together with the drum and everything? Is that that level of detail? Exactly. The yeah. insulation, the isolation. Yeah. The, often it's, you know, known typically as the, the more premium models would would have have those sorts of, you know, extras. I would love it that in five years time, Quiet, Quiet Mart wasn't even needed <laughs> because everybody knows that it's a responsibility to human beings to design for, for knowing that, that sound is not going to cause any harm or it's going to support productivity and everything that we need to be at peace in our bodies, in our spirits, in our souls. So that would be amazing if in you know 10 years' time that was just a given. Yeah. And then yeah. you can you can go I on can and retire. be the, the queen of quiet, <laughs> but in retirement. Just float around. <laughs> yeah. um, other appliances, um, just for reference, in the uh, report that were listed as noisy with a vacuum cleaner, food mixer and fridge. Now, fridge is quite a surprising one, isn't it? I know we just talked about the bleeping and just the hum of the fridge generally. Yes, indeed. Though I mean, fridges sometimes can sound like an alien life force in the corner of <laughs> yeah. your room that you're living with constantly. Um, there can be like, you know, your water dispenser can suddenly erupt, you know, um, the beeps and the bleats we spoke about. Um, there can also be like hums which don't have a good tonality. And all of these things can be factored in. It's just the ingenuity at the R&D stage. There are some fridges which don't make a noise, so it is possible. <laughs> it's just putting that into action. Yeah, really, and doing the, the research. Stage. Yeah. Now, talk to me about cost, because I think, you know, you mentioned mm-hmm. that some of the more premium models, they have that investment already at yeah. the, the development stage. Yeah. Are quiet appliances on more top end of the scale when it comes to cost? Because appliances are expensive, yeah. and if you need a whole kitchen's worth of appliances, that mounts up quite quickly. It does. We're, we're really pleased to say there are some more entry-level um, products that can tick the box in any category that are now available at Argus, right up to your very, very high-end appliances. So we're, when I started Quiet Market, it was more difficult to get more um, distressed purchase. You know, you're, oh my gosh, my washing machine's broken, I quickly need one. It was difficult to find Quiet. Now there are a model options across the whole spectrum and long may that continue well optimistically the national noise report that i mentioned two-thirds of those aged 18 to 34 would spend more on quiet appliances which i think is fascinating so it does show willingness there to invest and especially in the younger population i mean there's this thing of always you get old you know noise starts to bother you and you get you know moody and grotty about any kind of you know noise but actually it's not it's this younger generation who are totally awake looking after planet and health these are the statistics that are the most passionate really about making a change so i think that's a trend that really does need to be pulled out and and looked at by manufacturers because these are the ones that are going to be investing for the next 20 years in their new homes yeah and it pays to you know invest that money in a quiet appliance a quality appliance that is going to last that and that is more sustainable in itself exactly that okay so tell me how it works the accreditation we've talked a lot about looking out for the logo, how to find those appliances, but how do brands get on to be quiet mark accredited? Do, do they have to apply to you? Do you go in search of appliances? How does it work? We're very fortunate. We've got great relationships with most of the major appliance brands in the UK now, obviously as a global trademark, a global level as well. So we have, uh, quiet mark has um, specialist labs in London that are set up like a real life environment. So it's not an anechoic chamber. It's got hard surfaces. So if a 
product gets the quiet mark. It's actually been tested in the harshest environments, very reflective, a reverberative space. In that sense, it's it's as if you had it in your own home, hard floors, ceilings, uh, like a washroom environment. We test in all different categories, repeatedly like for like. So, for example, you know, we would test air purifiers or purifier systems, the same air capacity as each other. We wouldn't test a small one with a large one. We look at the energy labels as well. So we're doing a real 360 on all of the sort of different elements for each product one by one. I'm trying to picture that space. Is it quite vacuous? Is it set up like a living area? Like what, what does if you, it If you walked into like? it, it looks like a quite a utilitarian kitchen. So it's, it's all white with white tiles, white kitchen units, white uh, surfaces like you would get in a kitchen. So that's where all the SDAs, the smaller domestic appliances, are lined up and tested there. And then it's all the microphones. So that's the, the, the lab bit is all the technology that's there, the sound quality equipment. The So our acquisitions would go in and we do category by category. Uh, also, if there's a new product launch, we'll suddenly have, you know, this week we've got a whole lot of water purifiers in, like 80 water purifiers where we're doing that for, for global brands. We also work with brands who are looking at prototypes to make sure they get quiet marks so that they know that it will hit the market and will help the consumer. So we sort of work on, on both sides, really, of, 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 of that. And the delight at the moment is because of this mega trend, Every single morning in our inboxes, it's it's different brands all knowing that this badge is becoming more and more important for their sales and for their sustainability agendas. So, And because people are clicking on to the fact that actually they need stuff that's quiet in their home because they realise something in their home is annoying because it beeps so much. Exactly. And there's, there actually isn't any other way of... Um, finding out other than quietmark.com or a decibel level and often in say the small domestic appliances they don't come with those decibels or also you've got a performance of product which starts you know in a low noise and it has sort of all different fluctuations and variations during the the performance of it whether it's a coffee machine or a a kettle or you know um, we're doing hot water taps what else are we doing we're doing ovens you know ovens can have different beeps and bleeps and noises and uh, aspects of its performance which we have to look into it's interesting that you mentioned hot water taps because that's something that so many homeowners have on their wish list when they're renovating yes and that's typically even myself I wouldn't associate that with being a noisy thing in the home the wonder of hot water taps is that they totally pip the kettle so, you know, where a kettle is really difficult to get engineering wise to get a boil done in two minutes without any noise. Only a very few kettles achieve it or they achieve it and then things happen within the kettle that stop that happening after about six months of use. So the hot water tap is the next generation of kettle amongst all the other things it does. And also it's instilled underneath a kitchen unit. So often all the noise involved in that has been insulated or isolated or worked on know within the core performance so um it's very interesting to look at it as a solution to a kettle but also then potentially to look at which hot water taps gurgle the most or you know um, make explosive noises but typically they are much quieter than the kettle and hence why they'd be certified interesting yeah i guess the gurgles and you know the hissing of the spout or whatever you know (laughs) all of that thing it does factor into the noise overall well it depends i mean some i think it's the statistic like 54 percent of us know somebody with autism in the uk so actually where are these noise you think well how is that noise going to irritate me but actually there are a lot of people that have a great sensitivity to noise some of the things at quiet mark that we certify are like the mouse clicks 
So even though it's not a massive noise, you've got those little clicks going all day in an office or keyboard noise, whereas actually they can be a great irritant and influence a buildup of stress. So we aren't just looking at the big warring noises, we're looking at quality of noise, really. And even in the first 10 years of Quiet Mark, I feel like we've only just begun. <laughs> and I think probably in the next 10 or 20 years, we'll be looking into assessment of articulating and bringing greater knowledge to the mass market on how all these noises really affect our, the way our brains work and depths of, of the, the science and the psychoacoustics behind it as well. Yeah. I'm really interested in the well-being part of this. I think that's yeah. arguably the most important part of this. Yeah. Why is it so important? If you think of us as human beings, we are we are sound boxes. You know, we 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 make noise to communicate, and sound is a massive, huge part of who we are. Um, so therefore, sound coming at us and the way we're wired to cope with sound is intrinsic to our whole existence. And yet, because it's invisible, it gets ignored. So a, a human being can typically only cope with one and a half conversations at any time. So if we're talking now and someone else starts to talk, I'd have to really strain to listen to you and listen to them. So if you think of that layering up in terms of beeps and bleeps and roars and leaf blowers and cars and traffic, just the way we are made as an instrument, um, we weren't meant to cope with all of that noise. So we've got all of this engineering that's coming at us, you know, ingenuity of a design golden age. It's never been so great, but we actually can't compute it and can't concentrate uh, sleep, function well. And what happens is it exhausts us. We get tired. And so at the end of the day, it might not be that you com- you've commuted. Sometimes we don't have to do that so much now. It's more that you've had all of these noises going on, on top of the stress and strains of work and the time deadlines and pressures that make you feel like you need a spa weekend mm. just to get <laughs> over the day. And then you've got another three to go. It's only Tuesday. Yeah. And it's only when you get to the end of the day, you think, oh my God, like, what was that? What was that? Often it can be the noise. So if we if we work to dialing all that down, which is our core mission, you'll find that you've got so much more energy and you're just fit to the to, to, to fight, you know, rather than um, having to just try and keep up because of that pressure upon your the whole of your being. We touched on it before. Do you think people are more in tune with these things now? Very, very much so. I think we've all had huge awakenings, adjustments, changes. What is the meaning of life? I think it's been a massive one over pandemic with all of the global issues we're all very concerned about right now. So the old fashioned things of peace and quiet, wisdom, family, you know, how are we going to survive? You know, all of these things are going through everybody's mind. And the, 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 the answers are often found in the quietness and the peace. You know, when we are quiet enough to listen, when we're given the luxury to listen, often it's in the quiet that we find the answers. So, yes, Quiet appliances are part of supporting that, but there's also much sort of bigger issue going on of quietness is almost essential for us to feel grounded, centred, you know, hear the still small voice of calm for the wise moves that one needs to make at the moment to make the right decisions for one's own life and family and, and future. Yeah, we talk um, a bit on the magazine and on these three rooms.com about the healthy home, yeah. and by which I do not absolutely mean anything to do with healthy eating or, you know, dieting or anything like that. Of course, um, you know, the, our general nutritional health comes into this. But what we often talk about is things like the air quality and the energy efficiency and the noise levels, because that all contributes to 
the health of your home and the health of the people who live in it. Exactly, exactly. These are the invisibles that make up the whole of the quality of our life. And I think never before have we been more intent, genuinely, for trying to correct these things. And we've got everything to do it. It's, it is teamwork now. And it's, it's about thinking beyond selfish profit gain. It's about thinking, you know, if we don't put these things right, where are we going to be? They're all pieces of the jigsaw, but they all need to be attended to. And our area of guardian, you know, being a guardian is, is the sound, um, noise aspect of the very important elements for our well-being. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's absolutely fascinating. And it's a, a facet of the home that I think a lot of us are guilty of not thinking about. And I really hope that this conversation will lead people to think about what in their home contributes to the noise and possibly contributes to their stress levels. Exactly that. Yeah. It's something where everyone has to work together. So if all the manufacturers are you know, using the quiet mark you it means that you're going to help your customers and your people that you, you you care about match make them with what they need more readily to help them have healthier homes and we can all be a little bit more zen it takes people to care enough we've got some amazing engineers often unsung heroes that are you know observing owl wings or whatever you know at the weekends and then going into their labs to try and make you know extraordinary bits of technology reflect nature I think with everything that's happening at the moment, you know, we, we, terrible war situations is that you're thinking we all want to live in peace in, in a situation between nations, but also in the intimacy of our homes and our families. And and all of these levels of peace tick boxes are now possible. Mm. It just requires a passionate intent to make it happen. Mm. I mean, even last night, personally, I was listening to like a um, like a waves track before I went to sleep. And, you know, that just winds you down. So having yeah. that throughout the day, can you imagine how calm we would all yeah. be? It would be lovely, wouldn't it? And, and it, 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 it protects love. Yeah. It protects, you know, consideration of the next man. You know, whatever your belief is, there are universal principles. This is all connected into. We have made a very noisy world. It's, if, if we were to see the noise physically, I think we'd be appalled. It would be the equivalent of, of seeing, like, waste dumps. You know, you, you see plastics. It's the same thing. It's just invisible. So I think what we're trying to do with our passionate campaigning is help people to see that it's a pollutant that's in your room, it's in your car, it's in your city, and that it can be cleaned up. And wow, what we could create if we were living in that sort of harmony. Amazing. Sound a bit of a hippie here. But <laughs> <laughs> oh my no, God, it's great. It's, it just feels like the right thing to do. Now, as the so-called queen of quiet, oh my goodness. you've got to tell me what your home is like. Is it this Zen oh. paradise that I'm imagining? Well, you've, you've got to practice what you preach. Obviously, when I can afford to put these sorts of things in, we, we, we do. I do live in silence. Silence helps me be the best person I can be. And that's maybe just the way I'm wired. So my home does reflect that. We have some big parties as well. And, you know, lots of, you know, singing and musical instruments, all sorts of things. But I, I, I do know that, especially with the intense work life, that silence helps me get more done, be more productive. Mm-hmm. And so obviously, yeah. you know, you are the expert in this field. So everything that you put into your home is very considered for its noise level. Absolutely. I hear everything. <laughs> Sometimes I wish I could turn it off. But if we look at the statistics, like 80, 80% of people want quieter homes. So it really is, you know, something for everybody. Yeah. It's interesting because even we're sitting in this room now recording and I'm thinking I can hear the aircon and yeah. I can hear, you know, the noise outside. And before I probably wouldn't have tuned into that at all, but I'm sort of 
I've really as we're I've talking really about it, yeah. <laughs> and I, I bet you yeah. probably noticed that as soon as you walked in. All the time. And sometimes, I, mean, I was in McDonald's on the way on the way down from Scotland at um, some service station. And I was getting really angry that the poor people working McDonald's had these most horrific alarm beeping noises when the chips were ready. I mean, I literally wanted to call the noise. I mean, I was the noise police, but it was like, how can these poor people live with the... We're talking like 100, I could hear, I mean, I just know about sound, 110, 20 decibels of every time the chips were ready all day. And you could see that they were tired. And I wanted to write to McDonald's to say, you cannot put, (laughs) McDonald's, hear this. (laughs) You cannot put your employees through this because they're going to, that's their health. That's their ears. That's their hearing. Oh, it totally goes way beyond the home, doesn't it? And I guess that's the next step for you in the in the decades to come. Can I just say also in Sainsbury's, there are some beautiful I mean, sometimes I almost like hum along with the refrigeration units. I don't know how they they, they've got some kind of choral, harmonious, you know, noise coming from the from the the fruit refrigerators in Clapham Common High Street (laughs) that are Wonderful! I'm like, wow, could everyone design retail spaces like that? You know, because you're kind of like, you know, as you're kind of picking up your strawberries, you know. So it's on commercial level. It's on, you know, restaurants, it's um, libraries, it's homes, it's sound is everywhere. And that's the problem we've got to solve. Very in tune to it, I can tell. I can tell. (laughs) Right, so to sum up, how can we all live a more serene life in our homes? Obviously, I'm going to say... If you go and buy Quiet Mark certified products, you are guaranteed that they are going to be the Quiet products most readily available in the market currently. We're passionately devoted to finding those for everybody. It's a life work. It's a way to really give back and help. So that's a that's a number one. There are some other things like, you know, like you go to the gym, you know, you make that hour to go and work out. Do the same thing with quietness. You know, define your quiet time, even with children. I get my best creative ideas in the quietness, you know, just do it for that. But you'll find that you're just much more centered for the rest of the day if you do it whilst you have your coffee and really ring fence that. And then do a sound audit of your home. Go, oh, my God, that extractor van, it's now got to go. Or why don't we just re-soundscape this whole open plan living area and that's an investment for the next 10 years because we're probably going to be working from home more now, you know. So it's all these little things that you can do that really could transform the whole quality of your life. If we all start badging Quiet Mark certified products, you've got to find that all customers, all communities, families are going to have better quality of life. Yeah, I love what you said earlier about it's all of the different layers and actually Mm. the outcome is probably stress, which we don't realise until we realise it. And I'm hoping that, you know, I've certainly taken a lot from this conversation. And if we become much more aware of the sound in our lives and in our homes, then we can do something about it and then just all feel much more calm and relaxed and happy. Absolutely. Just love them. There there are frequencies that are healing. And ultimately, if we have knowledge of those frequencies, frequencies which which can heal physical illnesses, it's proven. On a podcast, I can't really talk (laughs) through all of those in detail. But if appliance manufacturers were to have a revelation of those healing frequencies and put them into, let's go crazy, coffee machines. You know, not only are you getting a fantastic caffeine here, you're getting something that's going to regenerate your body in the morning through the sound power. Well, let's see. Mm. As a result of all this podcast, you might be getting Come a call. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Poppy. It's been really, really interesting, really oh, insightful. Thank, Thank you for you. taking the time. Pleasure. A big 
thank you to Poppy there. Such a wonderfully insightful chat. I really enjoyed that one. Did you realise how much noise in the home could be affecting you on a much deeper level? As we were talking, I started to note what I could hear around us from the aircon wearing in the background, so people milling around in the other room, that sort of thing. It's amazing, really, what level of background noise we become so used to having in our day-to-day lives. But there is another way, as Poppy said. It's all about being mindful of the sounds we bring into our homes, whether that's the beep of the fridge or the hum of an extractor in the kitchen. Lots and lots of food for thought in there, and I really hope that it's giving you something to think about. As always, thank you for listening. I hope you found it as insightful as I did. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast to get notified of each episode as it lands and help others find it too. It all really, really helps. If you do have any questions and want to get in touch, you can email me on hello at these three rooms.com and I'll be sure to try and help you out. But for now, thank you for listening and join me next time for more of How to Buy a Kitchen or Bathroom, the podcast. Chat to you soon. Bye.